Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I am Jackie Maroney, your host, and I am here with, I, what would, you, would you call yourself a, a Bachelor Nation connoisseur or a, a an expert on things bachelor you have been on three shows this is grant Kemp. yeah i, mean, I definitely yeah i definitely think that i i mean that's true i know i know that show through and through i know it in and out so you were on jojo's season of the bachelorette you were on season three of bachelor in paradise and yeah. then you, you also did a stint in australia is that correct yeah i did the first season of bachelor in paradise in australia um so that was that was interesting it was a little different than our our version of it but um, yeah, yeah how so same, same concept. It, it was a little bit more relaxed, uh, less less dramatic, I would say. The Bachelor as big in Australia as it is in the United States. <laughs> I would say. I mean, I would definitely say that like it it pretty much is. You know, I would say that it's it's definitely sort of taken off there. Um, huh. It's. I mean, they they did their first season of Bachelor. It was like a big deal for them because nobody had seen it before. Yeah. So um, they're. I mean they definitely were very interested to see how that, that show turned out. And there was definitely a lot of press and a lot of media about it. Um, yeah. But now you're focusing on your music. Um, can you tell us and all of the listeners about that? Um, what you released your first single recently, right? Yeah. So I released my first single on all platforms. Um, it's called, it reminds me of you. And uh, I mean, I got, I got a really good response from it. Um, I got, yeah, I got it a, seems like it. Yeah, I mean, I got a solid amount of streams um, on Spotify and all, all, all the other platforms and stuff. And I filmed the music video for it um, here in, in, in L.A., mm-hmm. and that, that turned out really well. I was happy with the production of it and, and, and everything that went into it. Um, so, yeah, yeah I've, I've just been performing at nightclubs and stuff. And uh, I actually just went on tour in Australia, and I performed a couple places there, which was awesome. Um, what would you say, like, what is your like I've heard the song before. Um, it reminds me of you. I and I watched your video. What What would you say like your style is? And like, what are your um, like what other artists do you think you channel as like inspiration for your music? Like, you know what I mean? What do you? you I mean, I would. <laughs> if you were to put my my song on a chart, right? It would be. Yeah. I would say contemporary R and B. Um, but I definitely grew up listening to like a, a lot of punk rock. I would listen to like Taking Back Sunday, Blink One Eighty Two, like all that kind of stuff. Mix, mix, mix with a little bit of rap here and there. Um, and then I, I grew up listening to Drake all the time. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of it's kind of a blend of of mostly R and B, but there's still a little bit of a like an alternative edge that it has to it, just because that's how that's how I used to write my, my music. And, and this is the first song I've ever actually released. So it's kind of interesting to see how it all came together. Yeah. No, I definitely like hear all, all of those influences you're mentioning in your music. Um, have you always been interested in, in writing songs? Like, is this something that you've always kind of done and then now you're kind of releasing it to the public or is this yeah, a new yeah. venture? Yeah. I mean, I always, I've always made music and stuff before. Um, I grew up playing like instruments in school and stuff like that. And like, I've always written songs and stuff. I've just never, um, I've never really had the time to, to really put effort into putting out like an album or anything like that. And like, and now that I have a platform with, we, you know, all the TV mm-hmm. shows that I've been on now is actually the best time for me to do it. So I'm definitely glad that I, I, I waited and I was patient with, you know, what, what I was, I was creating and you know, how, how it's going to come across to people that, that hear it because, 
what what my music I write I tell my songs and stuff and it's basically just a representation of you know that I've been through in my life and and certain situations that I've been in for the most part so yeah it's been good and that's amazing and so you were on tour in Australia and are there any tours coming up where people can plan to go see you and hear you um, yeah, so what 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 I'm doing right now is um, I'm I'm working on planning a tour in, in the UK with my my management team, and up until then I'll just be performing mostly at um, nightclubs and stuff. I might I might be opening for a few people. I can't I can't say who yet because it's not confirmed. But um, yeah, I mean basically I'm I'm gonna try and hit you know every every major city in the US um, over this this uh, year. So. Yay! Well, that is super exciting. So I mean, it's it's kind of interesting to see, you know, the people that that were fans of mine from the show, um, that that do enjoy my music, and then people mm-hmm. that are new fans that you know found my music. However, they ended up uh, finding it. So it's 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 kind of cool to have a mix of people that are following me now and and stuff like that. And it's also nice to use the platform that I have, you know, make make a positive effect on you know other people right like yeah i mean there's a lot of people that are on tv and stuff that you know all they do is flashy stuff and and, and showing off and like that's all fun and good but like i do do other things like i do anti-bullying assemblies at at, Mm -hmm. you know schools and stuff like that around around uh northern california and stuff and so just doing things like that and, and and volunteering like i just hosted a um a a charity event in, in San Francisco for homeless youth, which was awesome, um, at the Embarcadero. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I, I try and do stuff like that, um, you know, just, just to find a way to give back and, and, and use the platform that I have to, you know, have, have a positive effect on people, you know? Yeah, no, I, that's, I think I speak for everyone when I say that that's like incredible that you're doing that. And I do think that that is a good segue into, Getting to talk about this show because I feel like, and you can um, maybe correct me if I'm wrong based on your experience of being with the show, but I feel like this season, this group of girls, we have, it's almost gotten to the point, I think actually in some other podcasts I was listening to, Nick Vial was saying, Nick Vial, Nick Vial, whatever, was saying that um, this is like the first time where I think The Bachelor has become like, almost a parody of itself in that yeah. it's gotten so far removed from like what it kind of intended to be in season one. And I think now the show itself is almost self-aware of the fact that like, there are reasons that people will go on to this show that yeah. might not be yeah. for genuine love. And I think we're seeing this is finally at its apex right now with all yeah. of these girls. And I, I, I do kind of feel bad for, I mean, Colton, he was not my first pick for the bachelor and he, he I definitely wasn't particularly excited about his season, but he has grown on me as the the show has gone on. And I do feel a little bit bad for him because I feel like for the first time in kind of a long time, you have a bachelor on here who it seems like he is kind of there for the right reasons and seems kind of genuine and actually wants to just like meet a girl and fall in love. And all of his options are just like girls who want to be Instagram models. Like, yeah, well, I, here's 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 the big thing with like the whole Bachelor franchise and yeah, and the people that go on it and stuff. Like, there was a definite like when I went on JoJo season and I went on Bachelor in Paradise, it was in the middle of that whole shift of people from you know the Bachelor franchise getting famous on social media and getting a ton right. of followers and making a ton of money from it. 
you know? So like there was beforehand, it was just like, Oh, I'm going to go on the show. Like before Instagram was a huge thing before being an influencer was a huge thing before all these brands were going after, mm-hmm. you know, these quote unquote couples that were coming out of the show, people really didn't go on the show for that reason because they didn't really think they were going to get as much out of it as people started to get. So totally. that's why now, like, I mean, even even like when Jade and Tanner were engaged and stuff, like the season before us, and everyone found out how much money they were actually making just from Instagram, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden everybody who's a clout chaser wants to hop on the show, and it's, it's, it's dead-ass obvious. Like It's so, so – well, it's gotten to the point where I don't even think – the girls try to hide it anymore. Like I was talking um, to a friend of mine and, you know, I think we kind of got a li- I always, I don't know, at least for me as a viewer, I always see, find it like to be painfully more obvious with the girls versus the guys, but I'm sure the guys have similar motivations going on yeah. as well. But um, with the girls, so like, I think we got a taste of that with like Nick's season and Ari's season where the girls, they, they were like, fun and eccentric and you you could tell they were all trying to be big personalities because they wanted to be on TV but they at least pretended that they were kind of normal girls in the sense that they'd give them like fake jobs to say they do like oh I'm a teacher or oh I am a sales lady and so they would at least the show it's like the production would kind of pretend that like these were real girls but now like they don't even pretend anymore like the the girls on this season are pageant queens and Hannah G who, who like seems nice enough but her job description is content creator and it's like yeah. okay so what you <laughs> like I, yeah, yeah there, I mean, was, there was some description of what she does and it's like it's, she's like a in quotes very much content creator and it's like okay so you just like are a pretty girl who takes Instagram pictures like that really yeah. seems like the extent of her job. Yeah, and I mean that's 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 the thing. Like I think that like ABC and like Warner Brothers and stuff like they've they've noticed and they know for sure that like there's no way to to try and mask the fact that these girls are going on the show for, for that reason, which is fine. Like I respect mm-hmm. that, but at the same time, it's like the whole show is based around like this fairy tale ending of like you know, finding somebody to get engaged to and like, like supposedly marrying them. Right. So when you have a show with that kind of concept, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of the worst situation to be in when you're trying to use the show as a platform to get 800,000 followers and get paid a lot every post. So it's like, there's other shows that you could go on that, that, that those kind of fans with, but the thing is, is like people know that, you know, the fans of The Bachelor are very loyal. And like when they see someone on TV, like they follow them and they never forget them. You know, I still oh, have people coming up to me asking me like, oh, my God, you were on JoJo season, which is like out of control because it was like a like a couple seasons ago. You know, yeah, that was years and ago. there's and there's like 20 guys, 25 guys in each show. Like I know I did go on Paradise. I did get engaged, which is half of half of why people, you know, still remember me from the show. But like. As a guy, like I, I put my name in to to go on that show as a joke. Like I had just gotten back into modeling, and like I was looking at a casting website, and I put my name in. I uploaded three pictures of myself instead of the twenty five that were required. I didn't submit mm-hmm. the twelve minute video, and I said three sentences about myself, and I got a call and an email and a voicemail the next day. Like that's how I got on the show. So like. Before I got on the show, I had like 150 followers on Instagram. Like I thought Instagram was stupid. And then like after I went on the show, I got a bunch of followers and I 
figured out I could get paid for it. And I was like, okay, I'll post dope shit. Like, why not? You know? Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's a very much a legitimate business and yeah, more so, power I mean, to you. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I think that like, you know, if, if I were to go on the show now and those were my intentions, whether I was a girl or a guy, mm-hmm. I would just, you know, I would be honest about it. And I would say, Hey, look, you know, we're going on these crazy dates. Let's just have fun. Let's do fun shit. Let's date each other and, mm-hmm. and see what happens. You know, we don't have to get engaged or whatever. Like we don't have to force that. And so I think if some of these girls took that approach, they would kind of get less heat about, you know, being there for the right reasons. Like no one's there for the right reasons. They're there to get a platform in the entertainment industry. Like it, it, it is what it is. And that's fine. It's just like, it's, yeah. it's, it's now past that point. Like that, that little, I'm here for the right reasons thing is, is, is a joke. It's now. It's not yeah. a Three year old today, tonight, were like, as they were leaving and saying goodbye to Colton, they're like, um, I just want to like, let you know, like, like some of these girls in here are great, but some of them are not ready for this. Like, you know, kind of hinting the whole not here for the right reasons type thing. Yeah. And so, you know, the show knows it, the show is exploiting it. And I'm kind of like, is Colton the only one who's there for the right reasons or is he also not there for the right reasons? And I don't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> the whole thing. It's like, it's one of those things where, you know, the concept of the whole show, it makes sense, but it's also completely crazy at the same time. And like the chances of, you know, you actually meeting that person and having it be a successful relationship is very low. I'm not saying that it can't happen, I mean, mm-hmm. it did happen for me, but at the same time, like, life on the outside of that shit is a whole other story, you know? Like, when you're going on dates that cost a million dollars to even produce, like, it's, yeah, it's pretty dope. Like, you have the perfect situation to, like, yeah. end up liking somebody. But, like, when you get back out of the real world and, like, you know, you have all these other, you know things going on and you're not going on those dates and you, you're back in real life and you have to deal with people again um, and you're not riding around in suburbans all the time everywhere you go and being, you know, asked what you want to eat. Like, it's, it's, Which is almost even more shocking that some people can be in that world and in that universe and still, like, hate each other and not get along because it's like, you put yeah. me on, like, these, like, fancy dates. It's probably my worst enemy and we could probably – make yeah. it work and like yeah. have a good time doing something really freaking cool. Um, but I do want to get a little bit into kind of this season as a whole and just kind of some of the highlights and lowlights and things that happened last night. This is the first episode of Bachelor Blab. Um, we're a little late to the game and kind of um, doing our weekly recaps and discussions about the show. But um, I do kind of want to ask you, what do you think about Colton as a bachelor? Like, I know we actually talked um couple months ago before the season was even announced and you were like and I was like no I don't think he's going to be the bachelor I don't think they're going to do that and you're like Mm -hmm. you're like no 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 Jackie like I he has a good chance a lot of like look at the how this country is like I think more people would be into Colton than you would maybe uh and you were right yeah I mean that's that's the thing I from from a production standpoint and from a rating standpoint I get why they chose him you know He's yeah. a good-looking guy. He's a virgin, and there's a lot of people that watch The Bachelor that are very—they come from very conservative families and stuff. And like, they might even be in high school, right? Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of young girls that watch the show. So, so that's kind of that fan base that that they're pulling from when you know they're they're choosing a guy like him. So, 
it makes sense. However, to like think that these girls that are going on the show are going to be into a guy that has never had sex before is, is I mean, it's kind of, it, it doesn't make sense. You know, they might, I'm sure they got some, some, some pretty conservative, conservative girls on that show, but I'm pretty damn sure every single girl on that show has had sex with somebody before. So it's not really like, that's kind of not really a thing to like, I mean, in real life, I don't know any girl who's an Instagram influencer or a whatever that would go after a guy that hasn't had sex before because I'm pretty sure they're having a, a, a pretty fair amount of sex, depending on who they are, right? So it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like... It's, and it's, you mean, it's, yeah, it's a natural part of of life and relationships. So, um, yeah. Well, that's what's pretty weird is that, um, I don't know, it, it definitely has made for some, some interesting conversations because, yeah, you're right, all of the girls that have been on the show, I mean, as far as I know, has not said anything about the. Oh wait, there is one girl who. Um, somebody. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they felt, who's probably like a plant or something, but we can yeah. talk about her in a minute. <laughs> like there is one girl who actually came on the show saying she had never been kissed before, which okay, um, that, well, that's a whole nother, that's a whole was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But um, well, so they yeah. So aside from that one girl, Heather, um, you know, as far as I know, no one else has mentioned about any of the girls being a virgin. So I'm assuming they've all had um, some sort of experience like that before, but they've definitely found very, like, there's definitely a bunch of them that are incredibly conservative, right? Like, like very yeah. Southern Bible Belt beauty queens. And it brings up a really weird conversation. Um, one that we haven't really had in the bachelor seasons, because, you know, Colton's a virgin and, and some of these girls, at least on, on for the show and on TV, they, they're praising him for it and they respect him for that, for him. They, I can't speak. They respect him for that. And, and, you know, that's, that's fine. It's his personal choice. I'm not here to like judge anyone, but so these, these are conservative girls who maybe, even though they're not virgins, were raised in very traditional conservative um, families. And so a lot of them have expressed like these conversations of when they're talking to Colton about, virginity and his virginity and, and theirs, they, they're they the kind of girls that were raised to feel incredibly shameful about yeah, yeah. having sex, which is a very, inter- well, it's a very interesting dynamic because on one hand, you know, they praise Colton so much and it's su- such a, a pure and noble thing. And then two girls at this point in the show have mentioned, you know, I'm not a virgin and I feel incredibly guilty for it. Like Hannah B mentioned, you know, she was with uh, her longtime boyfriend and they had sex and she felt so guilty and she felt imperfect. And then the the man that she was going to marry was not going to get like a pure, perfect person. And I know Cassie had a similar upbringing as well, where like she mentioned briefly on the show that, um, you know, she was not a virgin and, and, you know, that was, shocking for her family and she feeling guilty and it it just kind of opens up this whole door of like a very conservative traditional values that I mean I is not something that's familiar to me but it's definitely yeah. something that we don't really talk about in I mean, mainstream just, media at all I just want to know yeah like from 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 that standpoint I just I'm just kind of laughing in my head right now because I want to know how many <laughs> girls were watching that show with their families and just had their family turn right at them when the chick was like, I feel just like, let the fucking cat out of the bag, you know? Like, that whole situation happened. Because, like, when you're watching, I mean, it's, it's even, like, I'll, I'll admit it, like, if you're watching a movie with your parents, 
and there's some scene and like there's someone's having some crazy ass sex or something like you're like oh shit like this is kind oh of yeah weird. No, it's definitely awesome. you know <laughs> so like <laughs> so like at the same watch. time like I just I just think it's it's kind of funny because I know for damn sure that that there were some probably some heated parents after a couple of those episodes when like that came up and and then you know as a parent you you can't help but turn and like look at your kid like damn like I wonder if they're smashing or not you know right well and you're saying I you're like well you know a lot of America is very conservative you, like so they, they like Colton they like that he's a nice v- yeah. virgin even though he says his virginity is um, not necessarily linked to religion I do think he is pretty religious and obviously. Um, traditional um so like they like colton but and i don't know i just think it raises like it, it just it, it creates a weird vibe like you know it it, it raises it, it creates you know like an awkward vibe around the show because it's it's kind of one of those things that like i think even conservative parents these days kind of just kind of they sort of turn a blind eye to it because they know for damn sure that like okay they might have been brought up that way but like that's that's just not how it is anymore you know even if your family is religious like a lot of people are just like okay i get it it's like you know it's not it's not 1961 like like yeah i I don't want like if there are young girls watching the show i don't want them to be hearing people like hannah b and kathy feeling so guilty and full of shame i I think it's in that sense it's such a horrible message to send to young girls that in some way like their their value as a person is is put on if well, yeah, one time yeah well on one hand like i see how you know you were saying earlier you know abc will like it because it's a conservative wholesome message on one hand i'm like well this is kind of a, a i don't know at least I, I, me watching it as a female i was thinking you know how, how what are young girls supposed to think watching this if this is how these these pageant queens are speaking and and talking about yeah. their sex yeah. life I, it's very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think that comes from them trying to cover up and, and, and keep their image, you know, in, in, in a positive place in in the eyes of people that are in their family or are conservative that will judge them about it. But at the same time, it's almost just, I mean, you know for damn sure, like, if you want to have sex, you're going to have sex and, like, you're not going to feel bad about it. I mean, I almost see them saying that kind of stuff as a cover-up for, you know, trying to protect you know, their their image is like a Southern conservative girl or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever they want to call it, which is a sad thing because, like, you know, if you go anywhere else, like, no nobody will really judge you for that. That's that's It's oh, really not a I thing. I mean, it's, so. it's like a natural part of life and relationships. It should never be something to feel guilty about. But, all right, that's my two cents and I should get off my soapbox, I guess. Um, okay, so getting into some highlights and lowlights from uh, – this night's show, I, it's, I felt like all the girls now, you know, we're about two weeks away from hometowns, and they are clearly all very, very nervous about getting enough time. Like, there was a lot of pressure put on the one-on-one dates, and, like, who's going to get them? And I think the girls that didn't get them kind of spiraled out of control. Sydney self-eliminated herself after um, not getting the one-on-one because she, you know, and I kind of respected her for it because she, she sat Colton down and was like, listen, like, this is a relationship. There's two people here and like, I'm not getting any time to get to know you and find out what I need. So like, I'm just going to go. And I mean, it it was pretty obvious to me that he was not into her anyway. So I did really respect her for doing that. Um, Demi did not get a one-on-one date either. And as a result, she pulled the, um, 
go to his room after his date and like try to like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. which obviously never goes well for anyone. It's never so, a move. Yeah. So she sat down with him and was like, I'm falling for you. And he basically was like, yeah, I don't think I can get there with you. I don't see it, even though I do care about you. So he sent her home. And then um, he also sent home Katie, who she, she was sent home in the rose ceremony, but um, she also did not get a one-on-one. So I, at this point now, I don't think there are any girls left uh-huh. who have not gotten one-on-one. So that was like obviously a huge amount of pressure. We finally got to see Kerpa. So um, I don't know if you know about Kerpa. I think she's very funny and I like wish we saw more of her. But um, Kerpa, I think, has done a very good job of staying out of the producer's drama but then as a result we don't get to see any kerpa um yeah so no her- she, i know i know who she is she's oh, actually do. super cute yeah she she um i mean she's just one of those people that like she's very pretty which is which is a really good thing but like when it comes to her interactions with you know the other girls on the show like there hasn't been any any you know big high points or blowouts or or, or mm-hmm. anything like that. So like that's why she probably didn't get a lot of airtime because when you're not getting into it with someone or you're not making out with someone, you're not getting airtime. That's pretty yeah. Much just, and pretty to much be honest, how it goes. I, like I think I think Colton likes her and thinks she's a really cool girl. I mean, she's very pretty and she's very well spoken and she's very confident. But um, you know, on their date tonight I did like I think it's really something that's going to end up being more of a friendship like he's kept her around he likes getting to know her but um there's not the same kind of chemistry there is with Kerpa with someone like Kathy or Hannah G where they're basically doing like full-on like very very I was going to say something more inappropriate but I will just like like they're just full-on making out all the time like so Hannah G had the one-on-one today um and you know Hannah G is She's beautiful. I, I totally understand why. And she's beautiful, blonde hair, blue eyes, very, like, skinny girl. I, like, I, from what I have seen with Colton, that definitely seems like his type. And I, I totally understand. Uh, no, Hannah G. But Kathy oh, yeah. looks, like, basically the exact same. So Kathy yeah. was last week for the one-on-one, and they also made out the entire time. And then Hannah G was this week, and so they had a spa date. And um, the whole time it was just, making out, making out, making out. Like, they were in bathing suits. They were, um, like, in a shower, like, straddling each other. And yeah. I was telling myself at one point, like, this is some, some intense stuff for a virgin in front of all, in front of this camera crew and everything. It's, like, it looks pretty pretty risque, if you ask well, me. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I would feel the same way. I mean, that he hasn't had sex before, so. I know, I but, like, they're, they were, like, mm, like basically naked, like they're wearing bathing suits and they're in a shower, just like straddling each other, like heavily making out. And I was even, I even wrote this in my notes watching the episode. I was like, how do you not just like sneak off and like, there's clearly, no, I know. How do you not like go sneak off and uh, like, how are you still a virgin? I know. I don't don't know. know. I don't know. I wouldn't have lasted like 30 (laughs) seconds in that situation. I would have just tried to send it, you know? Right. And so it was funny. They went to the dinner portion afterwards and they don't have much to talk about on an intellectual level. It's just like, she's very pretty. He's into her. They were making up yeah. the time. And then they sit down for dinner. And he's like, she's like, what was your favorite part of the whole day? And he's like, definitely, he goes, definitely the shower. And she's like, yeah, great. I like the shower. And I'm just like, That's great, great, guys. Like, yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. she's definitely his type. Um, 
you know, he seems really into her. So we'll see. I, it, it's unfortunate, because, but I feel like Colton is slowly, but sh- or I think he's had slower chemistry with some of the girls who I think might be like a lot more intellectually stimulating, like Kerpa. Yeah. Um, um, and so, uh, unfortunately, I do, it's not unfortunate. It is what it is. It's yeah. gonna, his final four is probably going to be um, pretty blonde girls. But um, yeah. overall, in this episode, we lost a lot of people. Like, RIP, we lost yeah. Jake and Nicole, Sydney, Katie, and Demi. That's five people in one episode. Yeah, That's mean, a lot. That, that always happens before before hometown so there's always a big like a big group that goes home whether it's you know over the last two row ceremonies before it or you know the one right before it just because people i mean it's kind of there's only so many dates to go around and like if you haven't been on like a one-on-one date like it's kind of by that point it's kind of it's kind of a wash like it's not going to happen yeah, and I think that was like the big pressure for this week and why so many people did go home and why so many people were putting themselves in such vulnerable situations as yeah. a result of not – like, I feel like what Demi, Demi like, threw a Hail Mary and was like, all right, didn't get a one-on-one. I'm either going to go to his room and it's going to go well or I, I'm going to go home. And, yeah, she went home. But you know what? you got to respect her. Yeah, so, no, I mean, there's no reason not to. If you think you're going to go home anyways, you might as well just, you know, try. Might as well try. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure this is not the last we're going to be seeing of Demi. Demi was one that um, I, whenever I am talking with my friends about the show, she is there for the right reasons. And by right reasons, I mean, she's going to crush it on Paradise. There are so many like great, memeable one-liners from Demi. I don't know. Demi is one of those girls who came in. I knew right off the bat, Colton's not into her, but she's really cute and funny. And she's, she's willing to just say outrageous things. So like, there for the right reason. She's going to go far in this franchise, and you got to respect it, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for spending time with me. I don't want to waste any more of your time, but um, I, always time having, <laughs> I always, always appreciate having I always appreciate having you on the show, and thank you for your very, very um, poignant insights. Um, <laughs> it's always a pleasure to hear from a bachelor franchise expert like yourself um is there anything else you want to plug or talk about or mention before we go otherwise we will wrap it up and um i will talk to you guys next week in our episode two of bachelor blab where i have lacey mark on the show so that'll be really exciting make sure to um tune in for that you'll definitely have fun with you you will definitely have fun with lacey she's awesome she's actually hilarious i know i know her very well so Oh, awesome. um, when, I've actually you, never met her before, so I'm excited to chat with her. Yeah, no, she's super cool. So when you talk to her, let her know I said hi, even though I'll probably say hi to her before that. And um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I miss you. Let's hang out soon, and um, it was great yes. talking to you. Yes, you too. We'll go shoe shopping. All right. <laughs> All right. All right I'll talk to you. <laughs> talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.